Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We're just two normal girls uh, back to here to talk to you guys all about our um, thoughts on Hulu original normal people. I'm very excited. I don't know about Jordan, but I, th- I think we've we've kind of discussed it a little bit already today. I think we were both too excited to wait to talk about it on here. So, yes, I mean, there's just so much like emotions to unpack. A lot, yes. From this, we yeah. Do kind of like a, a initial an <laughs> emotional debrief. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but first, some TV news. I feel like I don't have a ton this week. I don't know. What about you? I I have some weird ones, I feel like. Okay, great. Um, you should start. I'll start with what I find is the funniest and weirdest. Um, I found out, actually my roommate is the one who told me this. Did you know that Sarah Snook was cast in American Pickle? No, but I'm watching it. I mean, I already knew I was going to watch it, but now I know for sure. Like, it's so crazy. Um, Who's she going to play? (laughs) Is she going to play the woman who finds him when he's um, becoming (laughs) unbrined? Who takes him out of the brine? The pickle unbrined. And they fall in love? Is she modern? Is she old-timey? Like, is she both? Who knows? Was she also brined? Two pickles. (laughs) Two pickles, one brine. (laughs) But so, yeah, that was, I thought, really huge news. Okay, yeah, that is great news. Most of my news are about um, different... um, casts getting together to like um have a virtual table read or mm-hmm. whatnot i guess okay so one is pretty little liars <laughs> okay that one i did not hear about yeah pretty I... little liars is have there's isn't a table read i'm reading now it's just like a unique and intimate conversation <laughs> what are they all live and direct from their homes to yours it's a virtual fan fest from the comfort of your own couch. What? <laughs> yeah, it has um, Ashley Benson, Tron, um, Tyler Blackburn, Lucy Hale, Ian Harding, Shay oh Mitchell, Janelle, and Sasha, and last but not least, Marlene King. I was going to ask about her. I, Marlene. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined my life. <laughs> Dang. Well... If it if I hear it's good, I'll go back and watch that. I can't believe they got like literally everyone. Yeah, I'm shocked. That's amazing, especially because like they're all good friends. So that would actually probably be pretty fun. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see how their like dynamic is now. Yes. Wow, that is hilarious. And then the second one um, is the cast of Community. Hmm. Um, Which is, like, very huge news for you personally right now. Yes. It's a little heartbreaking because they'll be reading an episode that I haven't seen yet. But it's fine. Mm. I already spoiled it by reading the article talking about which episode they would be reading from. Um, 
but Jordan and I were laughing that all of the articles are like the community cast, including Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> they all say that he's he is just always notably absent, you know. Yeah, it's so, true. And all the pictures from it that the cast have posted are all adorable because they're all like laughing hysterically and like yeah, even Donald, okay, including Donald. You I, know what? Um, I just have to say really quick, I just saw a comment on this post by Allison Bree where she's posting about the table read and even January January Jones commented and said, including Donald, ha 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 ha. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's hilarious. Something too that it's like, I am really happy that he is going to be there because something that always makes me a little bit sad is that like Troy and Abed are so important that how much they love each other mm-hmm. and so it's like i never want to feel like he just like doesn't ever talk to any of them especially danny again you know mm-hmm. and so like i love these pictures where he too is like cracking up and it's just so cute yeah i love it <sighs> and i thought did you see that he also um participated in the like disney sing-along for yeah, I, lion king I, I did see that I was like, wow, he's really leaning into these, like, COVID specials. Yeah, he's, like, walking amongst us humans again. <laughs> Celebrities, they're just like home. us, desperate for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Even he gets bored. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bored, including Donald Glover. Yeah, that is one I'm extremely excited to watch. They're just such cuties. They're adorable. Um, I am excited about the Taylor Swift Paris City of Lover concert that's going to be on Hulu and Disney Plus. Yeah, I was confused about that, but I remember that Hulu and Disney are like hand in hand, remember? Totally. But also, she not so long ago was hand in hand with Netflix. Also true. She's probably figured out a way to like only have specific contracts with specific networks for some very mm-hmm. specific projects. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I'm well, very excited to watch that. I also didn't realize that that's coming out on Sunday. So much to watch, so little time. Seriously. Um, Something I saw was Selena Gomez is going to have a cooking show on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> It seems very random, but okay. Yeah, and the headline I saw was that HBO Max gives Selena Gomez a cooking show about how she doesn't know how to cook. (laughs) So. (laughs) I guess we'll wait and find out. Yeah, excited to see that. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw a thing that I'm probably not going to watch personally, but um, did you see that Jan Broberg is they're making a scripted TV series about abducted in plain sight. No, I did not see that. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to be aired, but it's scripted by the guy who wrote the act. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But like, I don't really need that at all. No, Um, I don't want to watch that. No, I'm not going to watch it. And it's also one of those things where it's like, was that documentary not like crazy enough yeah like like it was real life we don't need to like see it again yeah but um jan who's the victim 
in the story, she and her mom are like produ- helping, like they're producers of it. Hmm. It just—it's very strange. That is very, very strange. Did you see Ryan Murphy announced a spinoff today of American Horror Story called American Horror Stories? Oh gosh! <laughs> I saw that he was doing a spinoff. Like contained episodes. Yeah, right? one hour contained episodes. I did not see that that was the title. <laughs> Separate from American Horror Story. American Horror Stories. Interesting. I, I don't I know. I feel Any... like he's, he's pumping out too much content that none of it can be that good, right? That's how I feel. I feel like... I... I'm no longer interested at all in American Horror Story. Um, I feel like the things of his that I've liked best have mm-hmm. like consistently liked are things that are that when he deals with like his American crime story stuff, when it's like all based in stories that really happened. Yes, and I agree. Everything else I'm kind of over it mm-hmm. with him. I feel like I just saw something recently about his feud series which i haven't watched any of those but people liked those but again they were all like they're non-fiction basically you know so this i was like wow this is i i feel like i'm being bombarded with ryan murphy things this month and i haven't even watched any of them um zero percent intrigued by any of it (sighs) yeah well and literally like his new one on Netflix, Hollywood, I've really only heard bad things about it. Yeah, I can't say I've known anyone personally who's watched it yet, so I haven't seen a lot, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Okay, normal people on Hulu. Um, There is one very specific part of, um, of the show that is never discussed it's only shown but they do like tight shots on it and it's connell's necklace he is the main character well one of the main one of two main characters the boy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to say that (laughs) he's the boy one (laughs) (laughs) um anyway he wears this necklace and it is all the rage People are buying necklaces now for their significant others. They are there is an Instagram account dedicated to Connell's necklace. Um, there is an article <laughs> in the cut saying that this is the sexiest part of the show. <laughs> and I just think it's hilarious. I agree with it. I support it. I'm here for Connell's necklace. It's also funny because like normally I am not here for chain necklaces. Yeah, same. I I usually I'm not attracted to that, but in this one it's like it's I don't know, like it's subtle. It just does something, you know. And yet it really stands out, you know? Yeah. So I thought it would be fun to name our top three favorite kind of iconic props, favorite inanimate objects. Yeah, kind of like accessories. Yeah. Um, from uh, our favorite people on TV. Not our favorite people, just like our favorite ex- accessories. It's yeah. hard to say. 
but you guys get the point. You're smart. Yeah, it's a thinker, but we trust you guys. <laughs> We're really complicated. <laughs> I'll go first. Please do. So my first, my number one, or my number three is um, a letterman's jacket. And I'm kind of cheating here because I have two characters. But Tim Riggins and Troy Barnes from Community. And Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. I'm not really attracted to a letterman's jacket outside of these two characters. But I'm here for it for them. That's a great one. Thank you. And they both start with T, so. I know. I was like, that kind of is perfect. Tim and Troy. <laughs> um, That's really good. I was trying to come up with, I was like, I feel like there's something from Friday Night Lights that I'm not thinking of. Yeah, I was thinking and like a football. One. But <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you could okay, sing my- like um, Coach Taylor's headset. That's another one I just thought or like of. Coach Taylor's like polo shirts. Yes, that's another good one. Okay, mine aren't necessarily all like sexy ones. Mm-hmm. That's totally um, fine. My number three that I thought of is Lindsay Weir's green army jacket and Freak City. Ah, oh, that's a really good one. It's like the coolest jacket ever, and um, I have a rain jacket that is kind of like it. It's not green, but I wish I had that exact coat. It's a really, really good one. I would wear that as well. Yeah. And when I see coats like that, like they're they're like in style. Now. Yeah, I feel like they'll never go out of style, actually. Yeah. But when I see it, I, I'm like, oh, there's like a Lindsay Weir coat, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to buy it next time I see one. Um. Okay, my number two. Mine are all kind of uh, things that I find attractive. So, like, I think I'm just, like, normal people has put me in this weird place in my mind, you know? (laughs) If that makes sense. (laughs) Um, But my number two is um, Don Draper's cigarette. Now, I (laughs) I do not support smoking. I hate it. But something about him doing that is just very attractive to me. And... I know, I, I I feel bad saying it, but it's true. I, I don't even of, think anyone looks cool except for him. I thought of um his sunglasses, too. Mm, that's like another his, good he has, answer. He has really distinct sunglasses that he doesn't always wear. Mm-hmm. But when he does, you're like, well, those are so good. That one would be a safer thing, but... You're being honest, and I I'm being honest, that. and I've never been attracted to anyone else smoking. And it was, like, back in the day, so can you blame him? And they're not real cigarettes, so. Yeah. That we know of. Um, No, I think I read an article about it once, actually. Okay, great. They're, like, I don't remember what they're made out of. Jordan and I do love looking up people who smoke and are very interested in celebrities who are still currently smoking. So that doesn't surprise me that you've read that. that. Um, okay, my number two is actually also from Mad Men. Um, Great. It is Joan's pen necklace. Oh, that is a really good one. 
that's like one of my most iconic that's the first accessory on any tv show i always think of because i think it's so awesome and i'm sad in the later seasons when she doesn't wear it anymore because Mm -hmm. it's like so joan yeah because i was thinking more of pro like accessories that like made the character who they are kind Mm -hmm. of which I think yours have too. Mine just are less horny <laughs> until you get to my number one. <laughs> but yeah, I also it's also funny because like three and two are things that I like covet for myself. Yeah. Um, I bet you they sell those pen necklaces. I know, but also like I would probably never actually wear it. No, me like neither. that would actually be annoying, and that's not the kind of pen that I like to write with anyway. <laughs> I'm too much of a but, pen snob. Well, I mean, you know that I love, like, a really fine point pen, and those kinds just look like they're very thick, mm-hmm. like, kind of old school. Um, okay. Okay. My number one is Danny Castellano's glasses that are magnetic, and um, you pull apart, they pull apart in the front. And they're Don- red, and they're also my number one. Yes! <laughs> I was hoping, I was thinking that we might have this as the, as our same, but I was like, maybe not. So I'm glad, I'm glad we both have the hots for Danny's stupid glasses. Well, I just love that they're, it was such a choice that they made to make that his, the, his glasses and like, mm-hmm. they never really talk about it that much. Sometimes Mindy roasts him for like having old man glasses, but like mm-hmm. every girl I know always talks about them. Mm-hmm. We all know. It's just like anyone else, I would not like those, but on him, it's just like, it's a quirky, fun, sexy thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I know they're like specific for doctors, I think, well, not necessarily, but I do know, I know other doctors who wear those, so I get them, but they're not as hot on other doctors like they are on Danny. No. I mean, few things are. That's true. But- he can pull off anything. Yeah, they're iconic, and they really earned both of our, of our number one spots, you know? Yeah, they really did. Wow, I love that. I'm glad that, that we had so the funny. same one. I know. Is I that the too. one you thought we would have the same one of? Yes. Okay. Jordan, do you want to start us off talking about normal people with a little synopsis? Yes, I would love to. Um, so Normal People is, it's on, it's a new show on Hulu, and it's based on a novel by Sally Rooney, but basically it's following this boy and girl starting when they're teenagers in high school, and they also it takes place in Ireland, which is really important to the story, but basically follows their relationship from when they're in high school and like through college and um their relationship with each other and with um everyone basically their whole like their lives because and it's like very very introspective of both of these like really complicated people uh I don't know like what would you add (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that I think that's a great I think that's all you can really say. But yeah, I think it's just like showing showing their relationship and showing um how they live their lives with each other and without each other basically. Yes. And like with each other as friends and with each other as romantic partners and with each other as like boyfriend and girlfriend. 
And yeah, I think it's just like, as it's, as it's titled, showing two teenagers in love as kind of normal people and like Mm -hmm. showing them grow up as well. Yeah. And I feel like, like maybe that doesn't sound like it's that unique, but I feel like this show was like so well acted that I was like, I just felt like I was watching like actual real people. Mm -hmm. And one of my notes is that especially just like as the show was going on, I was, I said, it's hard to remember the last time I was this worried about fictional characters. Yeah. Like I was like, I just wanted to like hug both of them and, it was just like yeah it felt extremely it felt extremely extremely real like they were it felt like it was happening to me but it wasn't and it was so close that Mm -hmm. it was like maybe it was like happening to like my best friend or something Mm -hmm. and Um, that was just like a very weird feeling that I feel I don't really feel a lot especially recently watching television Mm -hmm. um well, and it's funny because one thing I, I said to Taylor about this show is I was like, I thought this was extremely good. It's definitely not the kind of show that I'm ever drawn to. Something that's like, like, I like watching, I like a good drama and stuff, but there's the ones that I love are always things that have like more comic relief, like moments of levity and less serious. This one was like, it's very serious throughout and it's not like it's like you're miserable when you're watching it it's just like very very heavy intimate emotions like in a kind of in like it's kind of like in a dark way and I thought it was honestly like very amazing and very well done but it's something I probably wouldn't have just decided to watch on my own and so I really don't usually feel that way when I'm watching stuff because it's usually I'm I'm just drawn I I'm drawn more to lighter things Mm mm-hmm and um for me i'm kind of the opposite and i kind of search for things that are extremely dark and depressing um and i don't really know why or what that says about (laughs) me but we'll just let that be um well i think sometimes people it's like that can bring comfort in a weird way too yeah it does yeah so it's like it's just a different like what what ways do you seek comfort in your entertainment you know Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so when I was watching it I actually uh kept thinking about one of my like top five favorite movies um like crazy and um it reminded me of it a because they both follow like one singular relationship along the lines a lot while they're like together and not together and also um Um, Just the way that they, it was filmed and the pacing of it was extremely similar. And so um, once I made that connection, I was like, oh, I'm in this. Like I knew for sure I was going to love it. And Jordan actually mentioned that she thought the same thing, even though she had never even seen like crazy. Yeah. Just like from what I know about the movie and I remember the trailers coming out and it's just, it just seemed like it had a very similar vibe. So I, while I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like very, very Taylor content. Yes. Um, something else that I really enjoyed about it 
was that the characters were so real and they were also the people who were acting were so good that um the whole time it was like wait do I like him do I like her and Mm -hmm. um like my feelings about them changed so much because they changed as people which I thought was really cool yes and the show let you see how and why they were changing the ways that they were yeah and and like their relationship like it's interesting being able to see kind of like when since they start the show when they're in high school you can like see like the causes of why they are a certain way later in their lives and that made it feel extremely real yes i agree something else that i wanted to discuss was the music that was um used in this show 90% of it i would say loved it the music was great i loved how it was used there were a couple things that were a little weird to me for starters honestly i don't think this is a spoiler because i kind of wish someone would have warned me but they do use um image and heaps hide and is it hide and seek Yes. Um, in the first episode? I think it is the very first episode. And it was very... It, like, shook me. I was so shocked. <laughs> it just, like, really took me out of the moment. And I know that's, like, my own personal ties to that song. Um, they're, like, deeply rooted in um, a very iconic scene of the OC. And, like... But I know it's not just me because I SNL has even like made an entire skit about the use of that song. So yes. like, I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting. And I even actually saw some articles that talked about it. And apparently the director of that episode just like really wanted to use that song and was like extremely hooked on that song. And everyone else tried to be like, no, we cannot use this song. And they could just never find a song that the director liked good that was good enough to replace it which i think is hilarious it is so funny it's also um i mean it's so iconic on the oc that like i remember like we put it on the girl meets show playlist yes like months ago because it's from the oc Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because like for me like yeah it's it's kind of like it's been done like for us and like the culture but because it was when they were in high school and it was making me think so much about myself when I was in high school and just like how I was as a teenager and that was when hide and seek like came out and so for me it almost kind of rang true but it is funny because like at the time in the first episode like you're not I wasn't really sure what year it was you know Mm mm-hmm And so it almost did make it seem like, oh, is this in, like, 2005 or something? And I like that because I like that it kind of placed it as a certain time and, like, you related to it as a certain time. Yes. Which leads me to our next point. (laughs) It actually worked out really perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Um, There was another weird song usage that took me right out. Um, there was a like a brand new Selena Gomez song, Rare, in a party scene when they were in college. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or is it when she's in Sweden? I can't remember. 
Oh, no, it's when she's in Sweden. Okay. Um, it's there's the, it's the night when she meets that guy. That guy. Okay. I forgot. Um, but yeah, and so they use this song that I know and Jordan knows that is like brand new, like within the last six months. It like she just released a new album. Yes. And so like even it makes me think that like they even like picked a different song and switched it out. I don't know. It just there's there's no way they were still filming this six months ago. No. Right? No. There's no way. It was shocking to me. (laughs) Like, I didn't really think about it in terms that you did of like right like rightfully so that like that is what is this timeline? Mm -hmm. Like, is when is this set? Like is this set in the future or what? But um The song literally came out January (gasps) tenth. It wasn't even like November or something. Oh no, my gosh. it wasn't. That is crazy. But it was almost just like, it was just kind of distracting to me just in general that I was like, what a random, like, I don't know. And I don't really hear that many people listening to it either. Well, that was my, so I, in this article I read about like the music choices, they were saying that they chose that song because they thought that would be a song that like people that age would be listening to. But I don't even agree with that. Well, because also, like in Europe, I get and maybe, maybe in Europe. I don't know. Maybe I guess I don't really know like the um, Irish music scene. But it, to me, it doesn't seem like people in college would be blasting a Selena Gomez song at a party. I don't. But yeah, I don't know. But it also just made me confused as to what year it was. Yeah, and we're also like, it's not even like we hate Selena Gomez. We like Selena Gomez. Yeah, I <laughs> That's do. That's why we know that song. It's <laughs> just like strange. Especially, and so maybe people who don't know that song weren't as taken aback by it. I'm sure they weren't. I'm sure they didn't even notice. It, it's one of those things, too, that's hard where it's like the songs in a show maybe shouldn't, they should flow and you should notice that they're good, but they shouldn't distract you so much. Yeah. You know? Like, mm-hmm, I agree. Um, but it is funny because you're right that 90% were not distracting. They just like swept me up in the feelings and emotions. Yeah, like they were like, amazing a, and I really loved like them. Like when they play, they play like an Elliot Smith song that I was mm-hmm. like, that isn't, it's older than Image and Heat, but it's not, it didn't feel dated. It felt really right with the vibes of the whole show. It's just mm-hmm. very, it's... <laughs> Though, I mean, like, and the, uh, the rest of the songs, I just remember being like, this is beautiful, but I don't really remember them specifically like I do Rare and Hide and Seek. Yes. And there was a Carly Rae Jepsen song that was played at yes. another party. And that was also kind of distracting, but not as distracting as the brand new Selena Gomez song. Yes. Because it was almost like, remember how on MTV, when you'd be watching like Laguna Beach or the Hills and they would show like this is the song playing down at the bottom and it would be like a brand new pop song kind of like yes i do cool. remember that and i forgot how much i loved that it was great it almost felt like that like, yeah it's true like they wanted you to like bottom. yeah i wonder if selena has like posted about it or anything like oh like you guys should all watch this show <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen her post anything about it but i haven't been keeping that great of tabs on people these days yeah it's hard one of the things that I, I have seen and heard the most about normal people is like how it's like painful to watch it 
Mm-hmm. And I and it's not because of the sh- like the show itself. It's just because of like how the feelings that everyone feels while they watch it. And for me, it really was like I thought about like every single interaction I'd ever had with like any boy in my life. Yeah. Like any ex or just a crush or just like a friend. Mm-hmm. Like every male person I have ever interacted with it was like they were all like flooding into my memories and I was just like oh like this is like this sucks (laughs) well and I wonder if that would still be the case if we were watching this in like a normal world but watching this during Mm -hmm. a quarantine type of situation I just wonder how it changed our um, viewing because I yeah I think it had to have changed it a little bit I think I was I a lot so. more invested, uh, horny. I don't know. It just did a I, lot of things to me <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> I feel like um, I completely agree because I feel like everything that I watch, my emotions are very heightened mm-hmm. about like everything. Like honestly, it's it's almost like we're in constant like PMS land or something. Mm-hmm. Like and. As cliche as that sounds, I feel like it is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the last three episodes, I was like, this is like so heavy for me to be watching right now. Yes. And I will, I do like, I don't want, I definitely don't want to spoil anything, but the last episode did leave me on a place where even though, yes, I did cry a lot watching the full, like at various parts of the episode, I did feel like complete and I felt like fine like I wasn't worried about these little babies that I cared so much about anymore like I had been earlier in the series Mm -hmm. and so that was really a relief because I do feel like sometimes shows like this like just want to kind of like destroy you and by the end you're just like I feel horrible but I did not Mm -hmm. like part of why I was crying was because I felt so happy yes some parts Mm -hmm. well I think that's um something that you're seeing these like real people and in real life people like learn so much and like can move on from things and like change things and like have healthier boundaries and healthier relationships with people and I think you're like witnessing that Mm -hmm. and so I think that helps you feel like content with how it ends 100 percent especially because like they're real people you're seeing these people like fall into their same toxic patterns Mm -hmm. and you're just like no like don't do that please Mm -hmm. don't do that again and so yeah you are seeing them like grow up and learn how to avoid these things themselves yes and um something to be mindful of while watching the show is that there are a pic like depictions of like abuse And also, we feel like we have to forewarn anyone that there is quite a, it's quite sexy. So this isn't, I don't want, I'm, we're like hesitant to like beg people to watch this unless they're comfortable with that. Yeah, it's definitely not something, I would only recommend this to like a select group of people. And if they had given me a resume of different shows they've seen before. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Mostly, I just, like, if my parents were to watch it, I probably wouldn't want to know. Something that we've both said is that, like, 
for sure do not want to watch this with my parents. For sure. I don't even think I want to watch it with anyone else <laughs> in the room. It was just like, like a I very kind of special like, thing to watch it alone. <laughs> I just needed to experience it by myself. Um, yes. Mostly yeah, because of the just, emotions. Honestly, yeah. Like it was, it's very heavy because it feels real. And like, these are completely different experiences um, in this show from like my own life. And yet I felt like I was like in therapy or something Mm -hmm. like really like reconnecting in a way with like my younger self of being like, Oh man. Like it was like, I was reliving, especially early college because a big plot point of this is like, when you get to college, like, who are you, you know, like Mm -hmm. your, your previous identity, like doesn't really matter anymore. And it's just you and I know that that's really it's it they cover that in really interesting ways because it's so true that like some people were like the all-star in high school and then they get to college and they're like wow I really don't know who I am and Mm -hmm. other people flourish in college and so it's really really interesting and it just made me think like wow I miss college and yet also I never want to do anything like that ever again (laughs) (laughs) it's just it made me happy that I'm like I mean, you you have identity crisis, like, your whole life, no matter how old you are and stuff, but, like, in a different way than when you're, like, 19. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really true. So, basically, highly recommend with an asterisk of if you're comfortable um, with sex on TV. (laughs) It's just, it's graphic. It's a graphic show. Yeah. And if that's not your cup of tea, then this probably won't be your cup of tea either. And that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. But just please know that. Well, um, Jordan, who would you say is your crush of the week this week? Um, I am, I went a little outside the box this week because... I did think that Connell was very sexy. Um, it si- might sound kind of strange, but I didn't want to objectify like this sweet baby boy that I just felt so protective of. <laughs> if that makes sense. That makes complete sense. Um, and so I, at my crush of the week, I'm going with one of our favorite people on earth. I'm going with Julie Louis-Dreyfus because... <gasps> I, I've been rewatching a ton of Veep and I've been rewatching some Seinfeld and um, she did an Instagram live with Jason Alexander, not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before. And it was like just so fun and precious. And they were like answering all these Seinfeld behind the scenes questions that I didn't even know that I'd wondered about. And she's just like this perfect human and i can't believe we're lucky enough that she decided to like be an actor you know she really is perfect and i'm just so glad that she has decided to keep acting even though she doesn't have to yeah she's just yeah so i was really blessed by her presence and her just her energy (laughs) this week and so she is my ultimate queen especially this week well, I think that's a really great answer, and I feel like I am a bad person because I'm choosing Paul <laughs> Mescal, but it's because of his sensitivity and, like, 
he's just like beautiful. I'm not even like, I don't, it's like a different kind of crush, you know? It's not like, oh, I want to jump his bones. It's like, oh, I want to, well, okay, so he has an Instagram and like the other day he posted a video of him playing the piano and singing and it's like oh I want to just like sit on a bench and listen to you sing to me (laughs) it's a lot you'll have to watch it I will send it to you I mean part of the reason why I also steered clear of him was I was like I especially because Taylor like asked me she was like please watch this show (laughs) and I I saw you post or so or like like or something about him and I was like okay Taylor I called dibs silently (laughs) yeah I was like this is gonna be her crush um well that's really nice of you to not so I support him as like your boyfriend I guess (laughs) thank you I also just really love the name Connell and I'm adding that to my if I were to ever have children list of names it's an amazing Um, name and I feel I like loved oh, go ahead. anything it was like it's like feels very Irish and every I was loving everything that was the Irish accents and everything in this show. Me too. I will also add that Connell has a friend named Niall. And oh, it just reminded me how much I love Niall from One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> and Niall, I who's Irish. I him in the show. Yeah, he was great. Oh, I wish we could have seen yeah. more of him. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Niall from One Direction is Irish and he was posting how much he was loving the show and he was like this is like spot on with like going to school in Ireland and um, he said he's like in love with Marianne and I mean I am too I was actually going to say I feel like I have a double crush this week because I also loved Marianne um, played by Daisy Edgar Jones I thought she was phenomenal She's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love her. Jordan, you have to tell people about who you thought was playing Marianne and why you oh were, were hesitant to watch the show. Literally. Okay. Cause I had seen ads for this on Hulu. Um, and I was like, ugh, like I don't really want to watch Dakota Johnson doing an accent. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought it was Dakota Johnson. And it's funny, too, because, like, I never realized that I have no interest in Dakota Johnson acting. Until you thought you were going to have to watch a show that had her. Until I I saw those commercials and I was like, ugh, like, I just don't want to see that. So (laughs) funny. And then I found out that it was not her and I was like, oh, okay. Did you find out it it wasn't her when I tweeted about it? Yes. Wow. I literally, and it's funny because watching the show, I'm like, she doesn't even really look like her. She has brown hair and bangs. You know, here's a funny, but my friend was watching it and he was like, oh, you know who she reminds me of? The girl that plays Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And then, and then I thought that was interesting too, because I don't really see it. But then he later on was like, she also reminds me of this of the girl from house of cards and then <laughs> one second later he was like oh my gosh that's the same person <laughs> both are rachel brosnahan so he really thinks that she looks like her wow that is hysterical i mean i guess i would just have to see rachel brosnahan maybe with like that ex- like the, especially the braid at the beginning 
Yeah, or like zero makeup. I feel like she's so done up in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. She's not Um, very done up in House of Cards. So actually thinking about it right now, I can see it a little bit more. hmm. So anyway, apparently she looks like a lot of people. Dang. Um, Well, it's also funny because when I was like, wait, that's not Dakota Johnson. And you were like, well, they're teenagers. And I was like, I didn't know anything about this show, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I literally thought it was like a show all about Dakota Johnson pretending to be British or Irish (laughs) and dating a guy. And I was like, boring. (laughs) We should start a spinoff. A spinoff podcast about shows that we have no idea what they're about and what we think they're about based off of <laughs> the like short clips we've seen promoted on Twitter, you know? Yeah, it would be like like Balderdash, but for TV shows or exactly. something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Honestly, it would actually be hard for us to be stumped because I feel like we're constantly like seeing news stuff about yeah, we were. Yeah, it's true. We like are always talking about the news on this podcast so yeah exactly I feel like part that's part of why I was so shook that it wasn't (laughs) Dakota Johnson because I was like a it's just like something about me is that I usually I can place almost anybody yeah it's true you do not have um face blindness especially when it comes to celebrities yeah like so that was really shocking and like the fact that it was this new upcoming show and I was like I just assumed that I knew I don't know it was just a really weird thing but um well I'm glad she was she was amazing I've also I was actually wondering about this because I've seen a ton of posts and like on Instagram I feel like um Paul Mescal is being interviewed constantly like there's always all these pictures of him and I Mm -hmm. haven't really seen anything of her you know I I mean, I just watched an interview where the, it was the two of them, like, doing, like, who's the bigger partier? And then they, like, point arrows mm-hmm. at who they think it is. So, but that's kind of, and I saw that they actually had, like, a spread in Vogue as well together. But yeah, I haven't really been paying that close attention to the interviews and stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, I thought they were, like, equally shockingly good yeah i agree like it was crazy also i'm like how can you make this show and then not be in love in real life like it's crazy yeah i feel like if we're feeling like this as the viewer and like feeling like i'm like wow i feel so vulnerable just Mm -hmm. watching this show that i'm like wow they they must have i mean i'm sure at the very least they have like extremely strong connection as like friends and are very mm-hmm. close but i was like eventually you guys are probably gonna like get married right they have to i feel like there's no other option for them Ugh. That, yeah that would make my whole life they would do that so sending our love to the happy everlasting couple and hopefully if you watch you are surviving and we send you our love and we can get through this together yes by this i mean i'm not even talking about the pandemic i'm talking about watching normal people 
Oh, that's all I was thinking about, too. Okay, great. It's like, people need our help. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, talk to you later. Bye. Bye.